0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Ellison. And I'm Russell Howe. And this is Historic by Chance. Shire, we took all things movies, television, streaming, news, all of that good stuff. And welcome
1: back to the anniversary series. What's the gift for 40? Oh, boy. Uh, that's a great question, and I'm going to find you an answer. Uh, let me look real fast. I, I, I
0: was wondering, was like, what is the gift for 40?
1: Well, let's see here. Is it,
0: is it gold? I bet it's
1: gold. No, Gold's 50. I'm pretty sure Gold's Gold's 50. 50. I am pretty sure. 40th anniversary uh, is the Ruby.
0: Ruby. Okay, our Ruby episode. We could have reviewed the
1: movie, Ruby, but it's not four years old, but yeah.
0: Not too bad. We got got to wait until Ruby turns forward, and and then we'll, we'll, we'll do Ruby. (laughs) And and then we're going to be like, we'll we'll
1: call back to this episode where we said the 40th anniversary is Ruby. So there we go.
0: We we, we got the seeds planted already. But uh, we are here to talk about
1: uh, 1982's E.T., which won our poll fairly handily. I think I knew that going into putting it on there, but uh, I had a feeling it's going to be hard to beat that. um, But I'm good with it. No, I
0: think it's cool. Um, Yeah, uh, E.T., we got well, we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta things to say about that. Before we even get into that, we got some other things to talk about, first of which, uh, looking at the wonderful world of sports, and we are still in the midst of the World Cup, and, Russell, we're doing we're still, really well right now. The U.S., that is. Doing really we're, well. We're still in it. That's all that matters. still yeah. in it. Oh, yeah. We tied Wales, a team who hadn't qualified for a World Cup in 70 years, but then we tied England, which I means – that's that, that's winning the world cup enough for us, yeah. I mean, whatever happens now, it's this is all bonus. It doesn't matter, <laughs> it doesn't matter how far we get. Okay, like, we will t- we'll take it. Heck yeah. Uh, aside from that, looking at the teams that are uh, like Mexico got eliminated, which is shocking to me, yeah. Uh, but it's funny, like you, you it, it just calls to attention, like how like, weird the scoring system for like, the world cup is because they had just won their match earlier that day, yeah. And they still got eliminated. <laughs>
1: That's crazy yeah
0: uh yeah so uh round of 16 uh there are two there are four spots left with that qualified for the rounds are the, Net- the netherlands who we're playing next uh we play them on saturday argentina australia france poland england senegal japan croatia morocco and spain
1: yeah it's pretty heavy-handed there
0: yeah pretty he- pretty heavy-handed uh I mean, England is tr- going to be trying to reel back because, like, yeah, losing to well, they're already in, but uh, losing not not just losing time the time with the U.S. is basically losing.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
0: I, th- I do think it's crazy though. Like, we're we're doing significantly better than we did when we had Landon Donovan, who is like unanimously agreed upon to be the best soccer player in American history.
1: Yeah, yeah, a lot better actually.
0: Yeah, it's kind of, it's, a, it's a little a little disturbing how well we're doing uh but uh you know i'm not gonna not gonna not gonna aim my hopes but you know what looking pretty good looking pretty good for us for us usas USA's peoples or americans <laughs> i should say <laughs> you know why do you want to watch is argentina versus australia that should be an that should be an interesting one
1: yeah that should be a pretty pretty tough match there france
0: france versus poland i feel like i feel like france is always a really good team yeah uh japan japan croatia uh, that's, a, that's such a strange matchup i feel like japan's got it
1: yeah it seems like a uh, japan type match there
0: yeah and uh I, I i bring the question up to you because as, as you know the world's biggest soccer fan the biggest soccer fan that i know
1: <laughs> oh yeah
0: of course Four months 30 Four months, 30 on soccer <laughs> uh but yeah no i mean like congratulations all to all team, all the teams uh, you're all doing you're all doing you're all doing great and this, is, this it's, it's a really fun time I, I like i said last thumblash i like the world cup yeah, All I mean, it's, really, really soccer.
1: Yeah, that's the only time I actually even pay any attention. Really, I mean, it got to like the March Madness vibes. Only it's just like at a bigger stage. You know what I mean?
0: No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this this is this is the world stage right here. Yeah, I, th- I think someone brought up like if you took every American, like if you t- if you took like Amer- American like football players and put them on a team, would they be able to be competitive in the World Cup?
1: You mean like actual NFL players? Yeah. I mean, I think some of them, I I really think some of them absolutely could. Like they're physical enough, but just like it's a different discipline than what
0: they're used to. I think I feel like if you if you took if you took guys, train them for like two three years, and that's they, the thing.
1: Yeah, like some. Yeah, I mean, these guys are all in top physical shape in their respective sports and in general. Um, I think kind of what you said. If you train them for a, a while, I don't see why that those guys couldn't be uh, be able to keep up with the demands of the of the sport.
0: No, yeah, I feel that. And we will keep we will keep you updated on the World Cup as we go along. Uh other thing we're gonna talk about, let's we'll talk about some college football. Russell, your boys, big blue Michigan, managed to Ohio
1: State. Huge uh, not huge win for you guys. Absolutely. Um yeah, we uh we were in Michigan uh for not for well, during the game, uh, about an hour outside of Ann Arbor. And uh, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings and watched it. But, uh, yeah, it was worth the first half. Um, they just looked kind of flat. Um, I mean, they kept even with, with Ohio State, but I just felt like I felt like this was going to get away from us the second half. And I'll tell you what, boy, why did they, they come to play the second half? They shut everything down. Um, no Blake Corum. Donovan Edwards really stepped up, made some big plays. J.J. McCarthy shined in the spotlight. Uh, the biggest game you know, of his career. So, oh, the, uh, yeah. The problem
0: with Ohio State is, like, they, they refuse to let C.S. Stroud do anything.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think that's credit to our defense. Our defense played really well the second half. They really seemed tuned um, and really started pressuring Stroud, which is what you needed to do. To try to force his hand into being in uncomfortable positions, which they did. Um, but yeah, it was just a, a really great second half, real tight second half of football. And uh, yeah, I was really just, I was happy that we won. I mean, we, in uh, blowout fashion, we won by 22, which is, you know, you know go, especially on the road, the highest day, you know, the biggest, biggest stage set there, both teams undefeated, two versus three. Uh, this was just a big, huge win all around.
0: Uh, and, you know, on, on, on my end of things, my boys, University of Arizona Wildcats, <laughs> we won We won the Cup back. We beat Arizona State University. And like This is the thing we say here. We could lose every single game in the football season. As long as we beat ASU, yeah. nobody's going to care.
1: There you go. And, a, as yeah. result,
0: and as a result of that, Jed Fish was extended through 2027, which I'm not thrilled about. But you know what? He's doing all right. He's Slowly but surely, he's, get, he's he's getting better. So yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, my other boys, though in Notre Dame, not do, didn't didn't do very well. They lost to USC and uh, lost to USC pretty handedly. Very sad about that.
1: Yeah, um, and it was really shocking. Uh, LSU really couldn't uh, keep uh, keep pace in the SEC. They're dropping a big win, uh, big loss. There really knocks them out of yeah. play- contention. Contention, which I really thought they'd be a lock for the uh, playoffs. You would
0: think so, but no. I mean, the, the, the playoff field this year is going to be like really. It's going to be really interesting. I mean, you know, like I know, <laughs> I know that. Uh, I know that you know, uh, it's probably gonna be uh, Michigan, Georgia in the final, it'll probably be a rematch of the
1: first round last last uh, last
0: year. Oh, sure, yeah, but a TCU, a TCU, I would love to see TCU versus USC,
1: yeah, it's set up right now for a TCU, Michigan, uh, Georgia. USC, which I think, don't sleep on that one, man. I think sure, that USC, Georgia yeah,
0: USC is number number,
1: rank number four right now. I think that Georgia USC one's going to be fun if, if that happens. Uh, I, I don't, and this is really crazy. What if Michigan loses Big Ten championship to Purdue? How do you, how do you leap like they'll still make the playoffs? Cause how would you leap Ohio State over them when they blow them out at home? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then do you put, or then do you leap over a two loss Alabama in the playoffs? Like it's kind of interesting to see what happens. I mean, I, I really hope it doesn't happen, obviously. But I just, it was just one of those things where it poses uh, lots of questions. You know what I mean? Um, with with you know with the playoff.
0: Yeah, but, but it's kind of crazy. Like like looking at the playoffs this year, like we would have no we, like currently as it stands right now, we'd have no Oklahoma, we have no Ohio State, no Alabama, no Clemson, no it's Florida, funny. no Florida State, no LSU. Yeah, I,
1: but I mean, think about this one outside of Michigan last year. That'll be three out of four teams that have never been to the playoffs. If you if you don't count Michigan's last year, obviously. TCU obviously never been, USC never been, and Georgia's been in there several times. But you know what I mean? They're, they are getting a little bit of fresh blood in there, which is kind of nice. Not seeing your Clemson, not seeing your Alabama, not seeing – you know what I mean? Not seeing your Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's nice to freshen it up a little bit. I mean, it's, like, it's like like TCU, who the fuck saw that coming? No, nobody thought of him. I mean, Texas Christian, come on. There's no yeah. way. Um, but they, I mean, they won the games that, that were put out in front of them. Um, granted, I don't think, I think their biggest one was Texas. Texas, um, definitely. I mean, but outside of that, I just, uh, they're going to get Cincinnati. I think they're going to get trounced. Um, I just don't think that they have a team to keep up with big big guns, especially SEC teams or a uh, or a stacked USC team or a stacked Michigan team. I just don't, I don't think they're going to be able to, to run, but who knows? That's also why I'm I'm really excited when we can obviously get this thing into 12, which the Rose Bowl did sign up. I believe they uh, did.
0: Yeah, uh, that's the thing to bring up. They just yeah. signed off, and for the next two years, they're gonna have like a 12-team playoff.
1: That's gonna be fantastic. Like that really and, and and obviously colleges are all up for that. It's gonna make them more money. So, you know, to me, it's it's a no-brainer. But then I'll tell you what, the the way that they had that set up um they they had it set up really nice with uh oh man it was um i forget the, the the playoff like they had like if it was a 12 12 team um if it was a 12 team thing how it would go oh well actually no this is how it would be. yeah 12 team so they'd have like so penn state the winner of penn state versus clemson would play georgia or something like that i think
0: yeah because like they're because they're uh they would like whoever with like, the winner play Georgia.
1: I, 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 I'm trying to look and, and actually when you want to find it, you can't find it. It was on Facebook. It said if, if it ended like basically just giving you hypotheticals, if, if it was a 12 team.
0: If it was a 12 team well, play- playoff, then oh, wait a minute, because yeah, no, because that doesn't work out. So, actually, no, I think you're right.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's really weird how it works because it's not how you think because one, two, three and four have a bye.
0: Yes. So and like then, it, Yeah. Uh, it would be so yeah, one, two, three, four So like five would play twelve. So uh so it, OSU versus Washington. Ohio
1: State, Washington, and then it would be oh, uh Bama,
0: Utah, Tennessee, Kansas uh, State, Kansas State, and then uh Penn State,
1: State Clemson. Which I think would be the best matchup out of those Oh I, of those I, I don't know, absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be a fun one. Um but then you know I, we'll see what happens. Like I said, I, am really excited to, to expand that playoff. I think 12 is perfect. Um, I don't think they need to divvy away from that, but we'll see what happens. Obviously, you know, you're always going to want, Oh, well 16 and oh, well 20 sounds, you know what I mean? Then it's like, well, then you might as well just put every team that's ranked in the top 25. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, so we'll see what happens. Like I said, I think 12 is a perfect number though. It really will get you those representations of those smaller schools, like your TCUs, your Cincinnati's, you know, even like, uh, you know, uh, even uh, who's who another one that was a surprise in the top twenty-five? Uh, your well, University of Central Florida, your UCFs, uh, Tulane at Tulane. eighteen. Your your Tulane's would get in. Your Oregon State's. I mean, Oregon State's still a bigger football school, but still, I mean, smaller in, in in scope of like all these other teams you have. But like a Tulane would get a shot to get in there. I think it'd be kind of fun.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and then moving on to the world of the NFL, the pro the pro football. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of things happening. I mean, speaking of Michigan, your boy your, your boy, Tom Brady lost lost to Jacoby Brissett. Like, the live the of a quarterback that had beaten Tom Brady is hilarious to me because he lost
1: to, oh, yeah, this year, lost not, to, lost to Mitch Trubisky. It's not been a good lost year. Lost to Jacoby Brissett. Not been a good year. Lost to P.J. Walker. Yeah, I'm glad. It, like again, I was gonna either go to that Steeler game or the Browns game, which didn't really matter because they lost. It didn't matter you would have lost both times. But uh, we were out of town for that one, so I'm glad that we got to see him. We got to see him. But yeah, he's had a rough year. It's been a really, really, oof.
0: Yeah. Like I, I, this is gonna be. He's got he's to retire after this season, right?
1: And they're and they're still ahead of their division. So I mean, it's kind of mind blowing.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, like the, the, that, like the, the NFC South is now the worst division in football. Like it's not, and it's not even close.
1: You're going to get a team that may be under 500. Oh, like, uh, like, I, like,
0: yeah. Like the bucks, if they make the playoffs, they're going to be under, under 500. They're, they're going to be like a seven and 10 squad, but they're going to host
1: the game. Isn't yeah, that they're going to host. Isn't that crazy? That was like one year. I remember uh, a team squeaked in like seven and nine. Oh, that was, that was two years ago. It was 2020. The fucking yeah. Football, and they, and they, football team. yeah. And they they hosted. They game. hosted it. Yeah, that was right. They, they played Tampa Bay, didn't they? They did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Man. See. So that should that, that weird shit does happen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think it's gonna happen again. I think you're gonna have a team that's like eight and nine or something like that. You're gonna have a team that's just it's uh, just sitting for a bad division right now.
0: Yeah, I just. We got we got who keeps like eliminate like eliminate this this team this division's playoff spot. I don't want Tom Brady back in the playoffs.
1: I just want to see the Cowboys division start knocking dominoes down, man, because I just don't think that this I'm not buying it. I, I'm still not buying the hype on these on these guys. Well again, well, like
0: the, the Cowboys defense is playing is playing has been playing really well. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah, I'll give them that. That's um, the reason that's
0: the reason they're winning they're winning a lot of these games. Like this is just based on purely strength of their defense. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I I'm not Giants, wild by their offense. Yeah, I'm not either.
1: Giants. I mean, the cracks are starting to show. Oh, you're starting to see that a little bit. And then I, I, comics are a, a fun, a, a fun. Uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll pull for them. I, I, it's a fun. Tyler Heineke, man. It, of, of, of all the teams, if fucking, yeah, call. those are the ones you're pulling for. I mean, listen, we don't need that. Oh, you want to talk about? It. Can we talk about the Sean Taylor tribute? I was about to. I was about to bring let's let, let's open that door. Let's open
0: that door. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because uh, again, dance Snyder. Surprise! Surprise! Wasn't hot water again. So mm-hmm. they announced that there was going to be an unveiling of a new Sean Taylor statue in the uh, wings of the Fed- of FedEx Field. It it. The statue yeah. and
1: it's literally just like a wire mannequin. It's like literally something you would see at the Nike store. Like I've seen better mannequin. No, they're at least opaque. Like
0: yeah. they at yeah. have some like you no know, flesh, and, like texture. Like this, this was like a wire body
1: frame. It's and they didn't it- put gear on. It's like, why didn't you like make an actual like gold statue or bronze statue or something like that? That's what I thought because, when they were dance, talking about because it. Because dance statue bastard, that's why. Well, well, yeah, I know, but it's just it was amazing that you know people were taking pictures with it and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, this looks so so bad. Well, I
0: like, so bad. Did, 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 you, did, you did you watch the video of the unveiling?
1: Yeah, it like I saw it. I'm like, 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 oh my! Oh and my! God. Like yeah. And then England's. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is just so bad. I'm like, uh, I just, I can't believe. Yeah, like, like,
0: like, yeah. Every time Dan Snyder monumentally fucks up in the public, he he dig he digs out the corpse of Sean Taylor and just violates it more.
1: Because like, yeah, he's for, like, every, oh, yeah. retirement ceremony last year. No, uh, but you know, he's just such a beloved, you know, you know, wa- you know, Washington Redskins. Like he's so beloved that you know they're yeah. gonna obviously. It's, it's,
0: it's, it's like a it's like an Aaron McNair type situation where just like it's, yeah. we're just cut tragically short. Yeah. And it's, um, it, 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 yeah. So just not had to do with football. And yeah, it just, it sucks because, like, I, because I feel like Sean Taylor would just have had like a, this, like, great long career, but like, we just, we just never got to see it because of. You,
1: like, I mean, you saw a snapshot of like the five or six seasons that he played. I mean, he three. was three. He only played like three. No, I thought he played like four or five.
0: Wait, did he? Am, am I wrong?
1: I thought he played more than that. Uh, he,
0: oh four oh five oh six okay four okay four years because like he was, okay. he was uh drafted in four he was killed okay. in oh seven
1: which is crazy so what happened what happened was it just like a uh you
0: you, you, you don't know what happened to him? oh
1: wait a minute isn't it where the wasn't he sleeping when this happened
0: yeah yeah like like somebody somebody broke in somebody broke into his house to rob and they shot him
1: that's right yeah that's fucking
0: crazy yeah man like it was it was wild like it was, again it was it was a lot like Aaron McNair where just like it just happened and we're just like and it happened like mid-season
1: too we're I remember just like, Me- what the Me- fuck Me- McNair's was on uh, fourth of July yeah, yeah there's a of nowhere too yeah which is crazy another I, I, I got to see him in uh, college did you really yeah he played at Alcorn State uh, he oh, played nice Youngstown shit. State I went to YSU so YSU was playing Alcorn State, and um, it was during a playoff run. This was before I was in college, but um, they were making a playoff run. The Penguins, YSU, and they beat uh, Alcorn State. But they were talking about the Steve Air McNair, um, and like what a what a good player he's going to be when he gets drafted in the NFL. And he like he lined up in shotgun, all like his formation was purely shotgun. Um, and uh, yeah, YSU beat them. But yeah, Alcorn State, kind of crazy. Yeah, Aaron Air, Air McNair was so fucking good. And I just – I really, really liked – you know, uh, that was right, I think, when my Niners were, like, shitty, and I was really pulling for the Titans because I just – I liked McNair. I liked the George, uh, you know, Frank Whitecheck Dyson, all those guys, man. Uh, it was th- – that was a fun group of guys that just, you know, just literally a couple yards short of the touchdown, man. Yeah, it's crazy. But what a playoff run. The Music City Miracle, I remember watching live against Buffalo. Um just what a run they had to get there to play, you know, the greatest show on turf. And uh, yeah,
0: like I said, him. nearly, nearly beat, him.
1: beat him, nearly beat him. And then that was really all that you saw from him, but it was really sad because McNair was a really good quarterback. And I think he really, uh, you know, he, he would have done a lot more had his career not been cut short.
0: Uh, no, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but get to like actual games that were played. I mean, playoff, playoff uh, aspirations are starting to, starting to shake out. We're starting to get a clear picture. Uh, I mean, Eagles, I think, are definitely a lock. So far, they're a lock for the number one seed in the NFC. If it ended today, yeah. they got to finish the season out. But, you know, and look, honestly, Jalen Hurts might win MVP. He's playing fucking excellent ball.
1: Yeah, I mean, Eagles are playing well. You know, um, again, I'm not sold yet. Uh, I know. I know this is a crazy talk here. You're, but, uh, you're, you're, you're dead, not sold <laughs> from the team who couldn't put up more than 13 against the fucking Saints. Uh the the end result was we gave up zero points. Let's you talk zero about points that. You can put a point 13. 13? 13? Uh, I know, but I, I still think their defense is playing really sharp and uh they're coming together right now. I think they're gentle at the right time there. I
0: do I do I do like the I do like the Niners squad, but my one concern is Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah,
1: honestly, I <sighs> Yeah, it's it's an argument I have all the, you know, with everybody, you know, but if you look at his first 49 games, uh his his record lines up with Montana and Young. The only thing he doesn't have obviously is the Super Bowl uh to show for it, but I mean, he's doing everything you possibly can do. I mean, playing smart ball, not wowing you with three or four touchdown passes a game and 300 plus yards, but he's doing enough and he has been playing a lot better the last several weeks uh to get you the W. Plus he's seasoned he's you know a vet in playoff situation. So I, I feel more confident with him obviously yeah, so in there.
0: Somebody can talk about on, on this show I and mean, then I'll talk about Jimmy g brought this up. Have you seen that thing that like was that, like somebody did where like they just like took the it took, like the it's fe- quarterback chain to women
1: it made him made him females and Jimmy G's
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: um and Jimmy G was pretty attractive woman. Oh like Jim, Jimmy, I,
0: Jimmy G was fucking hot as a woman. Yeah, yeah,
1: like, yeah. he's, the, a, he's Jimmy, hot as a man, but like he's hot as a woman too. How hilarious. Was uh, Patrick Mahomes looked like a lunch lady? <laughs> yeah, did you see that with like the mullet or whatever yeah, the hell they did. That was hilarious, dude. It was really, really we funny. How like, at some point, though. we need to do like
0: the how drunk we need we need to be, how many drinks we need, to how get. many
1: drinks to, to, to try to hit on them. Yeah, I yeah, think it'd be funny.
0: And, and, and maybe we'll do that next week. But yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, yes. Uh, did did you did you watch any of the Ra-
1: raiders Seahawks game? I did not know. Dude, I, I did Jacob, not. Josh, Jake was fucking one off. Well, how many? How many? How long? Like, how much did he rush for? Because I, I, like, I like 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 220. Michelle, okay. I uh, that, yeah, that two twenty. No shit. Okay. I just know that that uh, it was two twenty nine. I just know that Vegas was down, and then they came back and won.
0: They did no, yeah, they they I yeah. think into overtime, and then Josh Jacobs broke in like a fucking eighty yard run to win the okay. game. Yeah,
1: I, I didn't didn't
0: watch that. And um, the funniest yeah. thing
1: about this is. Before the season started, they declined his fifth-year option. Crazy, yeah. Usually, it's if, if it's not a good matchup, or if it's not the Niners, or if I'm well, it doesn't matter this week because I'll be forced to watch the game because the Dolphins play the Niners. So oh, there you have, house divided. House divided this week, man. But uh, that should be a good matchup too. Yeah.
0: So looking at the looking at the uh, playoff picture right now, uh, if it ended today. The uh, seedings for the AFC would go Kansas, Buffalo, Tennessee, Baltimore, Miami, Cincinnati, and the Jets.
1: That's crazy. I, I I'm still still not sold on Tennessee that high either. But I'm, I mean,
0: I'm not. Well, I, I, I'm not. But like, here's the thing with Tennessee: if King Henry's not doing literally everything, and
1: that's it, you're not. if, if he gets hurt, it's done. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's literally playing. the entire team. You're playing with fire there. I think you I think we pretty much expect Kansas City Buffalo one and two. I think that's kind of a given at this point. Honestly, uh, do, Buffalo might lose the spot to the Jets. Do not sleep on Cincinnati though. Cincinnati's starting to get hot at the right time too. Yeah, they are. Miami's doing really well too. I like Miami. And, and Miami's they, doing no, fantastic. They might they might lose their spot to Miami.
0: Like they honestly, like Miami, like Buffalo might not play a single playoff game at home this year.
1: No, because Miami might actually win that division. Cause I know exactly. and 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 Beck actually I was Toss around but the idea.
0: They're, that already, sure. they're already up one on Buffalo. If they win the
1: next game, yeah. they've won the division. Which I was thinking about taking back to because it's not that far away. Orchard Park up there. It's only like yeah. two and a half hours from there. I was thinking about it. I don't know. I just took her to the Lions-Dolphins uh, game, but I don't know. But, yeah, they're playing pretty well. I, I don't know. Um, I don't think everybody's going to make that. I think Patriots kind of hurt themselves tonight. Um yeah, that is did losing losing another one. That's it. Right now, they're
0: sitting at nine.
1: Yeah, and I I don't think the Jets are going to get it. I I don't. I don't
0: know, man. Mike Mike White's back at QB. <laughs> I
1: know. Good. Old, yeah. I, I don't Ooh, know, man. Mike I just. White. I mean, We're I looking, wouldn't mind seeing new blood in there, but I just I, I don't know. I just don't think.
0: Looking at the uh, NFL, well, did, did you did you see the the coin
1: for the Jets? No, what, what's that? Somebody did a coin flip for every single Jets. Oh skater. yeah, 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 and he actually predicted it so far up to this point the winner or loss.
0: Yes, uh, yeah, because, I because saw they, it because the coin did not count on Mike White, and it, it predicts an eleven and six, it, it predicts an eleven to six record, and they're going to lose in the AFC. the Champions. AFC championship, but the quarterback changing changes that or what? I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I'm just making a joke, but like because you no, know, no, it, oh, oh yeah, the, yeah, the, the coin had them losing to the Bears. But it didn't count. But it didn't count on, on Mike White. It didn't count on Justin Fields because I think if Justin Fields played, they might have they might have won that game.
1: Wow, is that crazy? not that crazy that
0: it's a random coin toss, dude? Well, like shit. Did you see the, the Raiders coin last year? Uh. Uh-uh.
1: Shit, like like someone did someone did that for the Raiders and the coin was right. How many? Th- I well, you wonder how many times they did this? How many schedules that they did? You know what I mean? How many times they did this? Well, like the the, the, the schedule was posted like before the season even started. No, but you oh, well,
0: no, never mind then. It's not like they did after the fact, no, like it was posted before the season even started. Oh, okay, like, never mind. It, there were two games that were like, there was one, there was like two games that flipped, like one in the coin called a win and it was lost. The, other, the last one of the season, the coin called a loss and it was a win. Yeah, but they still fit with a 10, and, a 10 and seven record, and they got in the playoffs like the coin said. That's crazy.
1: Right. especially the jets go to the AFC championship get the hell out of here man if, if it happens we gotta hail the coin dude and, uh, yeah
0: so, uh nfc at the end of the day uh going from one to seven had the uh, the eagles the vikings the niners the bucks the cowboys the giants and the commanders so like literally at, literally, at the end
1: of the day every single nfc east team would make the playoffs yeah, I, I think as the season goes, that's going to start dropping out. You're going to start to see that dropping out. Absolutely, um, a team not to not to sleep on are very are uh, very the show's favorite, the Detroit Lions. Man, watch out! Like if they have a shot; they can squeak in if they if they get hot and win a couple. You know what I mean? They, they, if, can,
0: they if they can win if they can win, if they look if they get in the playoffs, Dan Campbell, coach of the year.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely.
0: I don't care. Dan, I don't care if they if they lose off the bat. Dan Campbell, coach of the year, if they get in the playoffs.
1: But like I said, I'm just saying, just shooting it out there. Um, They played a a really, a really tough loss against uh, Buffalo there on uh, Thanksgiving. Um, I just, I like what they they nearly had it. They nearly had it too. I I like what they're doing though. I I like, I like the football that they're playing. Um, Campbell's really reinvigorating that team for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, that's gonna do it for our sports talk. We now move on to our trailer talk, which we have so, so much to talk about today. Uh, first thing we're gonna talk about is the trailer for the Mean One.
1: Oh, how the I Mean One gonna... is what
0: <laughs> I nearly didn't put on the list, but you know what? Yeah, why not? Uh, the Mean One is an upcoming movie that is a horror take on Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. Now you might be thinking, how can they do this? They got here's the, here's how they got around it. They don't use any of the language from the Grinch book.
1: Yeah, and they they don't refer him to him as the cringe. they refer to him the, as the Mean the One. Mean One, yeah, so, which is hilarious because he looks obviously just like him. He looks just like the cringe, but, but they they can't sue over it. This is great. It's a reimagining.
0: Yes, I love uh, it. In which the the Mean One is uh, he's a he's a uh, Christmas demon serial killer who killed this girl's mom, who is uh, supposed to be Cindy Lou. Who, yeah, uh, this is, oh, but man. she's grown up. He's back, and now he's, they, she's, she's trying to stop him. And this this movie, movie looks so
1: so bad. But I wonder. Mean, I, I like thought
0: it would be a great little feature with uh, that, that horror Winnie the Pooh movie, Blood and Honey. I never you never heard of this?
1: <laughs> no. Blood and Honey?
0: Yeah, well, because, because Winnie the Pooh is now public domain. Yeah. So they can, so like anybody can do anything they want with it. So like there's a movie that's really called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. It's like a, a horror take on it. I haven't oh. watched the trailer. I refuse to just because you know that's that's the boy right there. I don't want to see him get violated like that. Yeah. But yeah, like they could do people anyone could do anything with like Winnie the Pooh now. And that's what they're doing it.
1: The mean like, one has we, like, we yeah. can make a
0: Winnie the Pooh movie if we wanted to.
1: Fantastic I I saw the mean one and I instantly thought this would make a beautiful commentary. Um I, I just I literally think this movie just has so much going for it. It looks so so bad. Um that it, I'm I'm curious enough to watch it. I, I really am.
0: Yeah, no, I mean uh yeah, no for sure. Uh, and this is it for a release uh December ninth, was it right? Yeah. Yeah. December ninth, twenty twenty two. So it's right here.
1: Yeah, like next week.
0: Uh next thing we're gonna talk about. Uh let's talk about night the museum common raw rises again. Well, I
1: so, thought this was a joke when you, when you sent us. What? I thought this was like a joke when you sent us. Nope. And I uh, thought it was gonna be live action. So yeah. Double folded
0: also, no. Uh, this is a new film in the Night Museum franchise, and it is the first animated installment in the Night Museum franchise. Uh, basically, it follows follows Nick Daly, son of Larry Daly, uh, as he goes and becomes the new night guard at the at Museum of Natural History. However, uh, he forgets to lock the basement door, and uh Raw, the villain from the, firm, the second film, played by uh, Hank Azaria, comes yeah. back and he's all wreaking havoc and shit. Uh, this features literally
1: nobody yeah that's, that's the first n- movie which you would think you would get some of these voices back like I, I don't know nobody else is doing anything why not uh yeah
0: you know, you know don't get realize until like looking looking into this i did not know thomas lennon was a writer on the first film
1: really yeah i didn't know that huh okay
0: huh. yeah no yeah but yeah no ben stiller no robin Williams. he tragically passed away no <laughs> no oh wow no owen wilson no steve Coogan. No. literally it's just funny like nobody who was in the first movie said it
1: would come back for this did, did uh, there were invitations still out in the mail did they not rsvp for the uh big event
0: like maybe maybe maybe, maybe got lost <laughs> uh Russell, what do you get tra- the trailer for the museum sure i i guess i don't
1: know i just whatever
0: yeah I, i'm kind of on the same boat and i, I like those I, first three movies
1: oh the movies are fine don't get me wrong the third one's really not that good but the they did make three
0: yeah uh, they did make three yeah
1: yeah I, I don't remember seeing the third one
0: i didn't see it until like way after the fact but i really enjoyed the first one and the first two actually were pretty good first two first two you're good yeah they're, they're fun it was good too i mean especially like watching it after Robin williams died oh yeah it, it just, i mean it, it, it just hit like way harder
1: Oh, yeah, because it's like, uh, yeah, it's super depressing. Like I, I watched that Robin's Wish, that documentary on Rob oh, Williams. yeah. That's really good. Recommend if, if uh, you know, obviously you're a big Rob Williams fan. You can check it out. It's really good. All right. Uh, we'll look into that. But,
0: yeah, uh, this is set for release exclusively on Disney Plus on
1: December, also December 9th, 2022. So go see the mean one and then settle and then down go home and for see night see museum. the night's museum. <laughs> there you have it. You have a nice little Friday night planned out already. You're welcome.
0: All right, uh, next thing we're talking about is uh, Cocaine Bear. So Cocaine Bear is a film that is actually based on a true story uh, in which uh, there was a drug drop from the sky in which a uh, bag full of cocaine ended up in the woods and it was ingested by a a bear. And uh, yeah, this movie is based on the bear's coke-fueled rampage. Uh, this is directed by Elizabeth Banks and has a cast that includes Kerry Russell, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Alden Ehrenreich, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Brooklyn Prince, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., and uh, Ray Liotta in what I think is his last movie. It's A shame. I mean, <laughs> I I I, I, I want to go out a movie that sounds as cool as can Okay, no, it is not. Uh, it is not his last one. It's one of his last ones. But yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I think I think it would be like. Hilarious! If his last movie was Cocaine Bear,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I see that. But uh oof. yeah, I, I don't know. This is like when Crank meets a grizzly bear or some shit. I don't Basically,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean Elizabeth Banks really hasn't really done good stuff. I've been I've imp- been impressed with her direct- directorial to- work. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, and I and I wanted to like Charlie's Angels because I really like that song. the the opening that the main song i think taylor swift or uh ariana grande ariana grande did it i really like that um and yeah i don't know i i mean i'll probably end up seeing it i'm curious enough but i just don't think it's like not one of those ones that yeah i just it just looks so far-fetched
0: i mean this did happen i don't know it's all yeah, it but didn't happen, but this did happen.
1: <laughs> like are you really enhancing the speed at which a, a, a bear runs? Like I don't know.
0: I, I I I don't know. I don't know. I I, I think it was kind of like weird and crazy and could could, it could be fun.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: this I mean if if, if like if the movie's called Cocaine Bear. You are going to you, you get what you get. You're getting what you yeah,
1: you're you getting get what, what you, you pay for. Yeah, you're getting what you pay for. You get what you get. You don't know, throw a fit. All right?
0: We, 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 we might throw out if, if it sucks. Like, how do you like? How do you mess this up? Let me just call cocaine bear. How do you mess
1: this up? I mean, you really can't. Like, this is like the geostorm storm for the grizzly bear community. You know, like, how, how do you do that? You know, this, this is, is, it. A, is it. This is <laughs> I, it. I We've been seen. Yeah, I, I. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Uh, yeah, this is set for release on February twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. Uh, next thing we're talking about is we finally got our second trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, So, yeah, this is the second attempt at a Super Mario Brothers movie. Again, you can go listen to our uh, our review on the first attempt on the feed. Uh, We did review uh, the first uh, film from the 90s, the one that made Nintendo say, you know what, no
1: more live action movies ever. And you can even sit down and listen to us do a live commentary as you watch the film and hear us bash it for an hour and a half.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is, of course, the story of Mario. Uh, you know, the Italian plumber who goes to the Mushroom Kingdom and has to fight uh, King Koopa, a.k.a. Bowser, depending on where you come from. Uh, this has a cast this has a, yeah, a cast that we've been talking about a lot. Got you Chris Pratt as Mario. Got Ian Taylor-Joy, Charlie Day, Jack Black, and Seth Rogen, among others. So, uh, Russell, what do you think about the trailer for Super Mario
1: Brothers? I'm going to go to bat again and say that I love the animation. I think it's beautiful. I think it literally... I think it's perfect I think it gives me the feel of watching uh, it reminds me of like the first time when N64 just came out and how beautiful like the picture was like of Mario and how realistic and like how popping it was like obviously now it it doesn't look anywhere near that but it was really magical when it first came out I promise you um and N64 is fantastic I swear this is really impressive Oh, it was the, the graphics were just fantastic. It was just 64 bit. I mean, it was, it's crazy. And now you literally look at Madden now. You have like actual human beings in the screen. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm on board. I, I like it enough. Um, you know, minus the the whole Chris Pratt thing. But we'll see. It could grow if, like, on me. Watching,
0: like like his voice is not bothering me as much as it is like a lot of people. And
1: like yeah, I, mean, is, yeah. I thought about.
0: It, I'm just like that like Mario voice we were used to might get like really annoying after like an hour.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess. It, it, but still, I do want to see this. Like, this was, you know, obviously huge in my childhood. Uh, one of the first co- consoles that I owned was a regular Nintendo, you know, with the super, well, like not, the only, not, not only that,
0: like, we're get, not, not only like, like the Mario Star, we're getting, I go, look, there's some super, super Smash Brothers. Looks like they're
1: doing some Mario Kart. I guess then they go, yeah, against the, you see Donkey Kong there.
0: Yeah, so comes, they're, like, they're
1: doing they're doing a lot of stuff, and yeah, for, Mario Kart, fantastic with the for, rainbow, incorporating a lot of Mario lore. So, rainbow uh, Road, yeah. that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so
0: I, I think I think it looks really cool. Again, like I'm not I I am not gonna just bash. I'm not just gonna bash Chris
1: Pratt for no reason. Like, no, I'm gonna see it. I I definitely want to see it. Sure. it looks, yeah, like it looks, it looks. This could be like Illumination, Illumination's best movie. And I remember <laughs> buying Mario Kart on Super Nintendo, and that was a magical game. <laughs> I do. That Mario... was a fantastic Mario Kart on Super Nintendo, dude. Blew out like the uh, the 164 was okay, but Mario Kart dude, Mario Kart Super Nintendo hands down, one of my favorites. Mar- Mario
0: Kart is sweet. And yeah, Absolutely. Uh, Super Mario Brothers movie is set for release on April 7th, 2023. Although it is funny that we're getting to move be before Japan,
1: which is really crazy because you think for sure that this would go. You would
0: assume Japan would get this first. Yeah. Uh a couple months next year we're talking about is for transformers rise of the beasts so transformers rise of the Beasts is the latest film in the transformers franchise uh this takes place in the same timeline as bumblebee and it basically uh takes place in 1994 and uh, as about a pair of archaeologists from brooklyn who come into uh contact with an ancient who come into an ancient conflict through a globe-trotting adventure that ties with three of Transformers. you got the Maximals, the Predacons, and the Terracons. So yeah, this uh, this, is, this is the basically the live-action version of Transformers Beast Wars, that cartoon from the 90s. Uh, this uh, has a live-action cast that includes Anthony Ramos and Dominique Fishbeck. Uh, and of course, they've you know, got Peter Cullen back as Optimus Prime, but aside from him, you got uh, well, Russell, someone I guess Russell hates, Pete Davidson. <laughs> oh
1: man, he's such a... Ugh.
0: Well, you don't got to look at his face in this one because he has vo- voiced, like, that that uh, car that he's driving The tra- transforms yeah. Pete Davidson's voice in that car.
1: Come on, you don't tell me you would want to just punch him in the face. Not going to. Okay, and I I, 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 I can see that. I get it. He, he's got that punchable face, man. He's just, uh I don't know. And I think he just tries too hard to be funny. And I don't think uh, but he's but really that end, funny. Got, okay, I'm done. You,
0: you also got Ron Perlman playing Optimus Primal, leader of the Maximals. You got Michelle Yao uh, as a... Uh, Er, who's he playing Eraser? Okay. Know, the Maximals, and voicing the villain, you got Peter Dinklage uh, up up in there. So, yeah, it was directed by Stephen Caple Jr., whose last film was Creed Two. He hasn't made a movie since. Russell, what do you think of the trailer for uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts?
1: I liked it. I, I did. I, I'm, these are guilty pleasures, regardless of like how bad they've gotten. But I, like I said, this follows Bumblebee. I really, really liked Bumblebee, um, and and it and it followed kind of like the ET pattern. Which we'll obviously review later on, which we'll I think was, we'll of, later. Which was nice. But um, no, I, I think this looks fine. I think this looks okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wasn't like blown away by the trailer, but you know what? Yeah. I do see like a, a lot of things that worked about Bumblebee that, that, you know, they're present here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, can, I can see the transformations happening. Yeah. Uh, action sequences don't look like two junkyards having sex.
1: No, we're trying here. We're trying to make... This isn't just a... Uh, let's just throw paint onto a canvas and see what happens. Like, they're actually trying here, yeah?
0: Yeah, exactly. They're, just, they're doing something different. And, you know, the Transformers look like they're, they're front and center, which is you know, always a good thing. That was a big... really not that was a big problem for the for the Bay films. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, this set for a release on June 9th, 2023. Now, we thought we were done after that. Oh, actually, we have one more thing. Two more th- A few more things, actually. Uh, next time we're talking about is the trailer for when you're finished saving the world. Uh, so when you're finished saving the world is an, uh, it's a 24 film. It's from, uh, written and directed by Jesse Eisenberg in his directorial debut. And essentially, this is a, uh, coming of age story, uh, about a uh, student who gets big into online streaming and, uh, the relationship to be had with his mother, uh, the student played by Finn Wolfhard and the mother played by Julianne Moore. Uh, Okay, this is uh, the direct the, the uh, directorial debut of Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, Russell, what did you think of the trailer for When You Finished Saving
1: the World? Uh, just a shout out. Uh, this is a, a random uh, fun fact. Uh, when I was working at the Pittsburgh airport, his dad played by J.O. Sanders. I talked to him for like 15 minutes. Did you really? Uh, really nice guy, yeah. Uh, I called out that he was in the movie Mr. Destiny with uh, Jim Belushi and Rene Russo. Uh, and I believe John Lovitz was also in it too. Um Anyway, wasn't, uh, he, wasn't he also in the the Morgan Freeman, Alex Cross movies? Who uh, it might have been? I don't, I don't remember. I yeah, just he remember. Was. He was, he was. I just remember calling him out on that. Uh, Cause I was like one of those movies I saw a long, long time ago. I really, really enjoyed. Um, and he just like, he was talking about like filming it and like where he was like, Oh yeah, we filmed this in North Carolina. I'm like, this guy's like probably BS me. I went on IMDB like shortly after, like when I was on my break and boy, this guy just could, his recall for all of where they filmed at was, Incredible. Really nice guy. Um, and I just... It was just one of those really... I was like the only one that knew who the guy was. One of those nerdy moments. Anyway, I just wanted to nerd out real quick about that. But I think the movie looks fantastic. A24, that indie vibe. Almost reminds me almost like a mid-90s feel.
0: Um, yeah, mid-90s sort of 8th grade type thing.
1: Yeah, it's like if you would mesh them together. Just the feel that I got of it. Um, they always put out great work. It's really hard to not like anything that they put out because they just... Uh, they l- allow... You know, and I think we've said this before, they just allow that creativity for their directors. They don't have to, you know, you're not uh, stranglehold by big, big Hollywood that that wants you to do things a certain way. I think the creativity with A24 has just goes through the roof. It's just it's getting bigger and bigger. And I think they've just, you know, continue to push the boundaries. I mean, you know, but yeah, I'm on board with the film for sure.
0: Yeah, I I also agree. I think I think it looks really good. And this is set for a release on January 20th, 2023. Uh. Next thing we're talking about, this is actually our only TV trailer we're talking about right now. And this is the first trailer for That 90s Show. So That 90s Show is the official sequel to the sitcom That 70s Show, the one that aired on Fox Network for about eight seasons. Uh, but unlike That 80s Show, this, diz, this does feature characters who were actually in That 70s Show. Uh, this this is basically going to be about uh, Eric and Donna's daughter as she tries and grow up in Point Place with her grandparents, Red and Kitty Foreman, who are played once again by Kurtwood uh, Smith and Deborah jo Rupp. Uh So, in addition to them, uh, all all the major, every single major uh, character from the original show is coming back: Jennifer Grace, Laura for uh, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, Arnold Rama, and Tommy Chong are all slated to reprise their roles in the original series, uh, except Danny Masterson for obvious reasons. I still like the ranch. He had I do like the ranch too. He had to mess that up. Anyway, yeah, he had he had to mess it up. He had to be an asshole and fuck it up. Seriously, man, just control yourself. Yeah, uh, Ross, what do
1: you, th- you think? Because of- I, I know you're a big that 70s show guy. Uh, yeah, I dug it. The 90s show. I dug it, especially because I grew up in the '90s, so uh, it's even more means more to me because I actually grew up in the decade. Um, completely on board with it. Um, I always liked, you know, that '70s show is really just good stoner, uh, mindless comedy show. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I like the idea of what we're doing with this, and like I said, when you live through a decade like this one, I think it's going to be even more cooler because I want to see what they bring up. You know?
0: Yeah, and like what? Cause like I've been watching like a couple of reruns of that '70s show recently gonna so yeah. realize like red and Kitty are like the best part of that show
1: oh absolutely for sure yeah
0: yeah so like I'm, I'm always down for, for uh to see more of them it looks like they're still very funny yeah I'm excited for whenever red calls somebody a dumbass for the first time <laughs> <laughs> uh and yeah this is set for a release on Netflix uh January 19th 2023 uh now we thought we were going to be done right there but uh brazilian comic-con is going on right now and they just dis- um disney side give us two huge trailers for two of their big temple films from next year first of which is guardians of the galaxy volume three this is the third film in the concluding chapter of the james Gunn guardians of the galaxy franchise uh with a movie that we did not know he was going to make for a little bit because of, uh, you know, things that happened. But he is back. He did come back to make this one. Uh, and basically going to be at the Guardians uh, on a mission to protect the, defend the universe and protect one of their own. What that means, I'm not entirely sure, but it is another Guardians adventure. All your favorites are back. You got Peter Quill, Gamora, Drax, Groot, Rocket, Mantis, Nebula. They're all back along with uh, new additions such as Adam Warlock, Bo Will Poulter, uh also uh cosmo the space dog voiced by maria bacalova uh and the high evolutionary played by uh chikuru uwuji from peacemaker who james Gunn did work with before uh so yeah russell what did what do you think of the trailer for guardians of the galaxy volume 3
1: i liked it um i dug it like the vibe we're going with there um just looks fun Uh, i love drax for comedic relief man Um, he really just knows how to change the scene from serious to make it funny do you know just that uh that quick juxtaposition yeah. of like making a scene, he can go serious and then boom, just making it really funny and comical. He just has like a really good knack for that. Um, but yeah, I'm on board. Anytime we can see the Guardians for longer than a couple minutes like we did in the uh, last Thor, um, I think it will be fun.
0: I mean, we, we, we didn't go, I mean, as Guardians of the Galaxy, it would have been, been really cool, but.
1: Yeah, yeah, it would have been really.
0: Okay, we, we, did, we, we, did, we did go to see Thor and then we, did, we delivered them. what it promised. I
1: yeah i was like dude like that's it like they're gone now they're not coming back like this is all you're getting bye-bye yeah it's like we don't uh, i mean at least they came they were in the movie like we didn't get we still were waiting for uh dinosaurs in vegas that we didn't get you know i never i never saw i never saw Dominion. we didn't get dinosaurs in vegas we never got dinosaurs in vegas what the, the last movie promised dinosaurs in vegas dude and dominion actually wasn't that bad it was a lot better than fallen kingdom was it really Isn't saying a whole
0: lot i do i do need to watch it I, yeah, I liked it like, I think
1: this looks I think this looks really
0: good I, I, like, I like the tone Their setting This does feel like You know The trilogy capper That James Gunn wanted
1: to do A more serious Like I'm really I'm serious really stuff. worried For the well-being of Rocket Yeah Because I see a scene Where like You see Like uh, He's crying Yeah Mantis too And uh, It's like Somebody's going You gotta yeah. do it You're gonna do it What are you gonna do Who often. you, you gotta I feel off like,
0: somebody. I feel like Rocket's too obvious
1: Rocket Rocket is too obvious, but then you, do you given, really you know, the, the, the touch we saw a Rocket's
0: a little too obvious.
1: But do you touch Groot? Like, Groot's like a popular, yeah, we, popular... We already, we, they already killed Groot, though. so I Yeah, at... so, so, so who, who do you get then? Like, who do you, what do you do now? Yeah, Bula, like, you maybe you off, off tracks? Like, I don't know. I, I I don't see that. You know, if those guys didn't die in any of those, like, uh, endgame of, you know, Infinity War, any of those types of films, you know what I mean? I just, I don't think we're going to touch it here. I don't know, though. Uh, but
0: yeah, no, this, this movie looks really, 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 really awesome. I'm glad that actually, I'm glad that David Gunn got a chance to make the movie he wanted. And yeah, it's going to be the uh, last movie with the Guardians. As we know, we don't know who's going to be, you know, who's going to stick around in the future. But yeah, no, I'm excited. I am definitely excited for this movie. And I, I do believe this movie's going to make all of the money. This going to make a billion dollars. It's going to be a billion dollar movie.
1: Well, I think we're we're a spot now. We obviously, uh, you know, we have well, what Top Gun Maverick across the billion um i think we i think we're safe I, to say i i think we're safe to say that we're getting more and more uh comfortable going back to the theaters and it's just really good to see that you know things are starting to you know slide back into a, a, fa- a phase of normal you know what i mean where we can actually do these big blockbusters and and celebrate film you know
0: yeah and this set for release on may 5th 2023 and this would be the biggest thing we're talking about today but Uh we do have one more to talk about we finally at long last got our first look at indiana jones five or indiana jones and the dial of destiny oh is the fifth indiana jones someone according to harrison ford will be the last time we see him play the character of indiana jones indiana jones five
1: no time to die Indiana Jones Five. I'm getting real old. <laughs> Tomorrow never dies. Indiana Jones Five. <laughs> you can just you can just stop the bottom book of it. You know? Book of Book of Shadows. Indiana Jones Five. <laughs> Full throttle. Indiana Jones Five. <laughs> the search for Curly's gold. Indiana Jones Five. Yes. Indy returns. Episode five. <laughs> uh. In, Indiana Jones again. Indiana Jones Five. Don't be a menace of South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. While cracking crack you up in the hood. <laughs> Part
0: five. But yeah, uh, this features Indiana Jones once again on another, on another adventure. This one taking place in the 60s during the space race. I uh, don't really know much about the plot from this film, but we do know he's going to be traveling with uh, his goddaughter, played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Don't know whose daughter she is. I imagine it's Marcus. I think it has to be Marcus. I would assume so, yeah. Uh, but aside from uh, the two of them, John Reese davies who I did not know was in his movie, back as Sala. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Got got a little nostalgic vibe there. Uh, Mads Mickelson's in, uh, in the film, Boyd Holbrook's in the film, uh, Toby Jones, as well as fucking Antonio Banderas, who, like, where did he come from?
1: Never Talk to Strangers, Part 2.
0: <laughs> pray, yeah. pray at night, Indiana Jones 5.
1: <laughs> Maybe uh, Banderas was filming Assassins, Part 2. <laughs> he, he, he decided you know what i'm he,
0: after uncharted he's just like can i be in a real indiana jones movie
1: <laughs> yeah he's like i'm tired like what they put me in a spongebob movie as a villain come on i got i gotta get i'm better than that cool. i'm better than this
0: but uh yeah russell what, what russell, do you think of, of our first look at indiana jones uh, indiana jones the dial of destiny
1: one downfall i'm just gonna throw it out there now and it's probably the same as yours is that de-aging it's very off-putting, I think, in this scene. In some of these See, scenes, I, I
0: I didn't think it looked that. I, I thought it looked like better than a lot of the age we've seen in the past couple of years.
1: It did. Don't get me wrong, because I know they did obviously Star Wars with Tarkin and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is, like, there were scenes where it looked, it just looked, didn't look natural. Do you know what I mean? It looked almost fake. You'd have to go back and rewatch it. I really I'm, can't. Yeah, I go back it. and
0: rewatch it now.
1: It was just a vibe that I got when they did the de aging thing. It almost looked like like you're watching a computer game. You know what I mean? It almost didn't look like a movie. You know what I mean? Um, again, this could be just the, the way I watched it. I watched it on my phone. Um, but it was just one of the the vibe I was getting when I was watching it. Don't get me wrong. We'll, I mean, we'll, see- we'll get a chance yeah. to see
0: on the on the big screen. Because I'm, I'm yeah. like, I guarantee you it's going to be in front of Avatar 2.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, but to me, it's like, no, it's Indiana Jones, man. It's Harrison Ford. I mean, it's so iconic and nostalgic. It's just, uh, you know, uh, I'm glad that we're actually going to, you know, you know, uh, the last film wasn't the last one because it was an absolute piece of shit. Um, Yes, it was. So I'm hoping that, I mean, I think this one is just going to be fine. It it goes with the vibe. We're not doing anything Uh, sci-fi, not over the the top sci-fi, I should say, like Aliens or anything like that. Um, But yeah, I'm on board for sure.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think this looks really great. Uh, it's also the first Indiana Jones film without the involvement of, well, okay, there's involvement, but like without the direction of Steven, of Steven Spielberg. Uh, yeah. He declined to return the director's chair. Uh, in his stead, we got uh, Mr. James Mangold, who I think is a really good substitute. He's a really great director. I, 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 like, yeah. I like Mangold. I'm excited mean, to yeah. see somebody else's take on Indiana Jones because we, we, we never really seen that in movie form I know we had young, young Indiana Jones Chronicles. No. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited to see that. Do you, do you know who played play in uh, Young Indiana Jones in that show? Wasn't it River Phoenix? No, I keep playing no. in the movie. It was fucking Sean oh. Patrick Flannery. Really? Sean Patrick yeah.
1: Flannery? Get out.
0: Yeah, yeah, man.
1: Oh, Okay, I, I was thinking of River Phoenix then, Never mind. <sighs> Sean Patrick Flannery. That's hilarious.
0: Uh, but yeah, that's going to do for trail talking. I have a notorious news, and we have to keep things uh, you know a little lighter, a little more on the fun side, but we have to talk about this. We have to talk about this Kanye thing. We have to. <laughs> did, you, did you see this? Oh, boy, I did not.
1: Oh, oh you boy. Have not seen this? <sighs> no, what happened? Uh, what I uh, what, what I did like, I miss?
0: I like Hitler's now a real Kanye quotes.
1: Oh my god, really?
0: The dude was on InfoWars and like he went on this like super long speech. He says well, I'm trying to think of the exact I'm trying to find the exact thing he said. But basically he's uh he was on uh, InfoWars Alex Jones and he was praising Adolf Hitler. Yes, oh, people. That Adolf Hitler. Yeah.
1: He you know, sometimes he just says things that are so oh man
0: yeah like this is taking yeah like the quote like every human has something of value that they brought to the table especially Hitler and it's yeah. just like dude look, I cannot think of an artist who like Kanye has gone from being one of the most celebrated artists of the 2000s to being yeah. one of the most maligned of the 2010s and beyond like it's kind which of is crazy which
1: how is sad. Which is sad because this music's so great that, um, you know, it's, just, it's crazy to see what the hell, like, living in a household of Kardashians will do to you, man. What, I, guess. Now, what, I don't know. What, what do they do to people? I don't know, man. But uh, he is just not, he's clearly not on the, the same playing field that he was pre Kim Kardashian. I don't know what happens there, um, but he's dealing with some mental health issues or something, clearly. Um, I just feel like these things are just calls for attention, like just, just, just to to uh, to get headlines. You know what I mean? Like, do it with your music. Why do you have to say asinine things like that to get back into the? Like, you know what I, I mean, have, like, I have no idea what the, what he what he's thinking. I would love to be like inside
0: the mind of Kanye. I want to know how that thing works. But, like, I,
1: I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Know, like,
0: even even like now, like praising his music kind of feels gross.
1: Yeah, it's just it's really. <sighs> just really crazy. I mean, I'm like someone, someone who
0: like loves, loved Kanye's music from like, from his debut to fucking, uh, call
1: college dropout
0: and, uh, late to, registration. Uh, yeah. My, my, people, fantasy and I was, I, yeah.
1: I, I my own on vinyl because I think it's that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like I said, I mean, I, I like this great workout music. I just, yeah, I just don't, I, I don't know, man, I'm just head scratching with some of the things that's, that come out of his mouth, you know? Yeah. It's just, wow
0: all right uh yeah moving moving on from that from that story we're gonna talk about some other things uh we gotta talk about this uh strange world movie because strange world is bombing and bombing hard right this might be
1: the mars mars needs moms man good double feature (laughs) (laughs) uh
0: yeah uh this is uh i mean it's by the besides receiving positive reviews from critics uh this is uh, projected to have this losing as much as 147 million dollars for Disney,
1: which is crazy that they would even advertise it as much because they really didn't. I feel like I've seen the, I've seen the trailer numerous times, but it didn't seem like one of those big, you know. What I mean, this thing's going to set records for Disney. Do you know what I mean? The thing, the thing,
0: is, I I think like Disney's like weird fascination of trying animated sci-fi is fascinating to me because like their success rate at this is phenomenally low.
1: Yeah, I mean, this
0: reminds me of... And the like, one time know,
1: it worked, I break sure it was on accident. It reminds me of, like, an Atlantis, Treasure Planet type film. Exactly. I mean? Yeah. Just like like that era. But I just... Again, and I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, and I think the movie looks really good. Um, I, I do I, want to take... I, it I actually it. Did, did see it today. Oh, cool. I, uh, mine was... Uh, Bones and All was the last one I saw yesterday. Oh, How was that one? Yeah, it was okay. Definitely, definitely different. A, def- a different feel for, uh, like, a a vampire-esque film you would call it vampire but like a zombie-esque film, cannibal zombie whatever you want to call it um definitely for, for uh luca Guadal- guadagnino Guadal- Guadal- you know? yeah. yeah um i mean it was a good film though there was some good acting in it though uh it's just like a slow burn but uh, i definitely want to see strange world though man it's kind of sad that it's getting like really like like crushed bad you know what i mean well and yeah, like a, a big a
0: big like thing that can't save this movie is the fact that like it can't really be released overseas just well, it's for certain countries just because there's a there's a one of the main characters is gay. So like
1: really source, okay. So like you that. know
0: like like mainly the Middle East, Africa, South Asia, China, like they can't release it there. So stupid. Yeah. And, like, I, I... that's not a Disney thing. Like they they just like they will not put it out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get, I get, you know, culture and religions and stuff like that. I get it, but I mean, I just think it's really then don't go see it. Put it out and have it, like, have people have access to it if they want to watch it. You know what I mean?
0: But yeah, this is- I,
1: well, it stinks.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I would, I would recommend checking out because, like, just for the visuals, the visuals. Actually oh, really it amazing. looks
1: fantastic, and I want to take, I want to take Ella to go see it because I think, uh, I think she should really like it.
0: Yeah, but like yeah, this, I, I'm. I'm surprised it's bombing this hard. I mean don't understand it but i do at the same time just because well, look
1: like, at light this year you know what i mean same thing Lightyear.
0: I'm about to say light yeah, the exact same, thing. yeah. Like,
1: same 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 exact boat, man for yeah. sure
0: yeah like um maybe just stop trying animated sci-fi films disney's it hasn't worked for you so far except for that one time where it did but like i said on accident that was an oops yeah <laughs> like oh well okay well i like, guess that work let's try it again no 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 one, just...
1: thunder strikes twice right oh nope. no. no
0: no no yeah, for you yeah, yeah, not better. for you it doesn't <laughs> uh, next thing we're talking about is uh, we got word uh, on a new actor joining the Netflix Daredevil, not Netflix, sorry, Disney Plus Daredevil series, Daredevil: Born Again. Uh, Michael Gandolfini is going Ooh. to be joining the series, which is funny considering there were two Sopranos actors in uh, the original Daredevil film, in yeah. uh Joe Pantoliano and I can't remember the guy. I can't remember the Joe guy, dude who yeah. played AJ. Oh.
1: Joe Pants and uh, the other one. Uh, that was a that was a good. I, I really enjoyed uh, Daredevil. <sighs>
0: yeah, I did. Robert good. Eiler. That's the guy. Robert Eiler wasn't wasn't uh, the other one. Eiler because he because he, he, he was he was the he was the bully <laughs> when he was younger. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, I, I like I like Michael Gandolfini. Uh, did you ever see Man in the Mirror? I have not. I, like, the, the, he's, he's really good as Tony Soprano. The,
1: the, the reviews and everything just kind of I, – I do have it on Blu-ray. I, again, it's one of those movies – I have, like, a lot of movies on Blu-ray. Just one of those things where it's like, I'll get to it. I just – I didn't know, like, I, the the, the, um, the, the uh, reviews kind of scared me off of it. I just didn't know if it was one of those ones worth watching or not. But I'd definitely check it out because, like I said, I did really enjoy the Soprano show.
0: No, yeah absolutely and uh yeah i mean i'm excited to see what he does in the, the data and, and he's supposed to be playing a major role so i'm excited to see what he does in this uh yeah, the mc not just the, MC, the daredevil show but the mcu in general
1: yeah
0: uh speaking of the mcu next thing we're gonna be talking about blade is officially found his new director in uh jan Demange is uh he's gonna, be, he's gonna be taking over the film i saw this i'm just like what the fuck is this <laughs> i looked it up this is the dude who directed white boy rick
1: that was a pretty decent film
0: yeah, no, wasn't wasn't bad. It just like wasn't great. Yeah, was before that though, seventy one with Jack O'Connell. That one's really good. Okay, so didn't I see
1: that. Okay, I I just remember the yeah. yeah really this, recommend...
0: this seems to be like the typical Marvel model, where like or like in finding like a director, like you take a dude who's like not really a name, but you know someone's working who who knows how to direct a film and knows how to like work on like projects. And you just like put them in a big sandbox and like see what they can do, you know. Yeah. James, like those James Gunn, it was Peyton Reed, was uh, you know, so many other directors. Uh, there was the Russos uh, before, you know, uh, before they started taking over Captain America. Yeah. Like you know, like the like Marvel does like overall a pretty good job of finding talent in their directors.
1: Yeah, even Eternals. uh, Chloe Zhao. Uh, Chloe Zhao, yeah. I mean, like, very great at shooting, like a uh, you know cinematography, like you know her cinematic, you know how she shoots. Uh, very beautiful, yeah. They 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 do. They know how to pick them up
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm again, like I wasn't again. 71's really great. Wiper Rick's okay, uh, but yeah, definitely definitely excited to see. Uh, what has new Blade movie? Just just period. Yeah. Uh, next thing we're talking about, I just, I just find this story funny. Uh, there is a new Bruce Lee biopic in the work from director Ang Lee. Oh, and it's going to
1: be starring his son Michael Lee. Huh. Okay,
0: so yeah, you, you, I guess I guess you have to be named Lee in order to in order to work on this movie
1: to partake in this. Yes, yep. uh, okay.
0: Uh, but yeah, but but the point point is, Ang Lee is going to be making another movie. Sorry, Mason Lee, not Michael Lee uh Mason Lee's going be, is going to be playing uh bruce lee but uh yeah no uh yeah angley a guy who has not made a feature film since gemini man it was announced that was three years ago yeah and uh yeah left uh left a lot to be desired but still i think angley is a great talent
1: oh yeah fantastic director
0: so yeah, are you excited for another Ang Lee by an Ang Lee film? Not to buy yeah, a-
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think he has a great vision behind the lens. I mean, Brokeback's you know, probably up in my if we had a top 100. I mean, that movie would be easily up there. Um, you know, he just has a he has a knack. He, he really does. Um, his Hulk was okay. Um, wasn't the greatest. Um he, I mean he does, he, you know, Crouching Tiger was good. Like I, I don't know. He he has a good eye. You know what I mean? I for, Sometimes I it's just he awesome. directed taking Woodstock. Oh fuck, yeah, yeah. I remember I, I've seen that too. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Like, taking Life, Woodstock. Life, Life of Pie is great.
1: Oh, Life of Pie is fantastic. Uh, I never saw the halftime walk or whatever. Oh, no, that that the halftime movie? Yeah. Is that any good? No. Oh, okay. Well then never mind then. That's there's a reason why I didn't see it then. Like it's 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 fine, but no. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's a good director. I, I you kinda kinda would, you know, you, you want to see see more of them. Obviously three Funny, years.
0: funniest thing about the halftime movie is the fact that like they shot it in a frame rate that at the time like only like two theaters in in the country could show.
1: Oh, so that doesn't yeah. The the, the conversion rate on that doesn't really come out right to uh, normal theaters then.
0: So. No, it does it really doesn't. Uh, but yeah, this. Uh, but yeah, uh, either way, I think Aileen's still, still a great director. I'm excited sure. to see what he does with this next film. Uh, next thing we're talking about, uh, it was a, uh, news broke that uh, for the next ceremony, it, like the Academy has does a great job of like trying to fix something, realizing that that fix causes more problems than it was worth, and then immediately going back because they announced that this that next ceremony, all twenty three categories are going to be presented live well, I mean, immediately rene- reneged on
1: what they what they just did yeah i mean which you and i mean we've talked we talked about the uh, mission of those last year so i mean it's, it's 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 good that we're you know realizing that again people that are invested in that want to see it i mean as you may think it's like a you know microscopic uh, award but you know these people put time and effort into it and they need to be recognized for their accomplishments so I to do. me it's it's, 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 a, it's a no-brainer yeah, like, uh, the, the, we, we talked about it,
0: but the Oscars, you just, like, stop chasing ratings, because, like, you know, like, ratings are always down. They're never, never going to get back to what they used to be, but, you know, just, like, you still have a dedicated audience who will tune in every year.
1: Yeah, I mean, you get people like you and I, I mean, and the other, you know, hardcore movie n- nerds, you know, galore. But, I mean, we're the ones that are going to continue to watch it no matter what. So, to me, it's like, you don't have to chase, uh, you know what I mean, chase that crowd. The people are either best or they're not best. You're not going to get people, you know what I mean? You're not, you're not going to win an audience back. No, I mean, it's just like putting political signs in the yard. Oh, that you drive past somebody's house. Oh, that's going to make me change am Oh, he's voting for him? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to change your mind? No. Um, it's just one of those things where, you know, you either want to celebrate film or you don't. Like, do you like it as much as it, like we do or, or don't? You know what I mean? So to me, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, just just televise it. Don't worry about ratings and just go from there.
0: Yeah, uh, and the last piece we're going to talk about today. Uh, this was a huge, huge break. Turns out that Legendary is planning to. Uh, they found their new their new partner, and it looks like it is going to be Sony. Uh, they have launched a multi-year worldwide film distribution partnership. Uh, this is uh, you know right after they had their big split with WB. Uh, yeah. the relationship was already on thin ice after the whole 20, uh, 2021 uh you know simul simul release thing happened but uh yeah russell uh russell
1: WB heading over to Sony what do you think of that that's crazy um yeah definitely crazy uh something that I really didn't uh you know think would happen that it, even paramount or Sony I'm surprised, I'm surprised sony wanted out yeah which was really crazy um definitely surprising though um but again you know and, and this type of you know news or whatever nowadays doesn't really shock you because it's just it's crazy how you know what i mean things are just going not how you think they're gonna go i'm i'm surprised by i was
0: not surprised i'm scared by the prospect of sony working with legendary because i don't like sony as a film studio
1: yeah i i can i can I see that
0: yeah, but you know, we'll see how that we'll how that turns out. Again, they are they are their own production company, they do their own stuff. Sony's gonna be the distributor, but oh, I don't like Sony's marketing. I don't like Sony's marketing at all.
1: Yeah, this will be interesting to see how they handle this. Yeah, well, that's gonna do it for
0: Notorious News. We now move on to our movie of the week. E.T. the extraterrestrial. <sighs> So yeah, E. T. came out in nineteen eighty two, which I mean June nineteen eighty two, which I think mean, people have done all this before, but yeah, uh June eighty two, phenomenal fucking year for sci fi films.
1: Oh yeah, really, really great year
0: for yeah, sci fi. not even genre film, because like yeah, like, June eighty two, you had E.T., Blade Runner, Poltergeist, the Thing, and there was one oh Star Trek two. All came yeah. out in the
1: same month. Wow. That's yeah, just like, one month. That's crazy. Yeah, eighty two was a, was a great year in general for movies. Oh yeah, I mean, we obviously could only narrow it down to five. We, uh, we we try to pick random movies. I mean, we try to go off the grid with with them like different genres. Usually, when we do that,
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is, it's, it's actually interesting that we're talking about this now, considering that the fail, the fail, the fail, Hailmans the isn't theaters
1: currently. Oh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. It's getting really great. I've seen it. It's, oh, did
0: you? Is it fantastic? It's, it's fucking great. It's one of the best yeah. things I've seen this year. I'll
1: have to see that when it comes out. Well, when it comes around here.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, Spielberg made this off the back of uh both Jaws and Indiana Jones. and I'm sorry. Rage of the Lost Ark. Is that uh Both of which were huge both of his hits. But his biggest hit at the time came with this, like E.T. came out and it was a fucking smash. That one of like, the longest theatrical ones in history.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, there's a reason why. Um, I remember when I was younger getting the VHS tape. Um, I remember specifically the VHS tape, don't ask me why I remember, but the top of the VHS tape was green. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, just, just something that's always stuck in my head when I think of uh,
0: VHS tapes. Yeah, I'm mean, taking a look at this. This film was number one at the box office for... It was number
1: one at the box office for months. I believe it also took a while to come out. To, well, because obviously because it was in theater, but it took a while to come out on VHS tape, if I'm not mistaken, either.
0: Yes, yeah, so let me see. I'm trying to find out when it actually slipped to number two. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, so from uh june so it opened uh june 11th 1982 it didn't go down to number two until may 25th of 20 of
1: 1983. wow it's only because star wars came out you ready for this one et was eventually released on vhs and Laserdisc on october 27th 1988.
0: Yeah, that was crazy. Okay, oh, sorry. There's, there's, there's something. Okay, so it was, it was number one for, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight weeks. Then was number two, back to number one for another two weeks. Then back to number two again. Back to number one for three weeks. Back to two. It just had like a weird thing where it kept going back. to it kept going back and forth between one and two, for like six months. That's
1: crazy. I mean, it, it's even crazy with that release though. Eighty eight for VHS. Yeah. Like six years after it's release, That's crazy. I mean, we don't hear that. And that's why I remember it, because of the fact that's when I first saw it was on VHS.
0: Yeah, this movie was a huge hit, spawned a lot of media, toys, a sequel novel, a video game that nearly destroyed the video game industry. Reese's Pieces. Save Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces, man. Come on uh and uh spawned a universe. and spawned uh, one of the i think the only ride at universal is still standing from the original from the original opening. Yeah.
1: and it's still uh, just a delight to go there and uh experience that cuz uh whenever i we get there i make sure we do that off my wallet on that ride <laughs> damn it i remember uh it was funny when my mom took me in 1992 we went to florida i remember with the universal and i remember they used to take pictures they took pictures of you in the in the thing i think and, and when yeah. you're on a bike and I remember E.T. would call out your name and it was like, oh, my God, how did E.T. know, you know, my name? Like, I don't know when I was little. Keep in mind, I was like nine. Yeah. yeah. So it was just so magical, man. It's just it's, a, it's just a magical ride. It really, really is.
0: But yeah. So what is it about this film that made it such a smash in 1982 and even a smash today, if we're being honest? Well, let's get into it. This is E.T., the extraterrestrial. Uh, the film opens actually right. I get right into it. Uh, we see the ship arriving at Earth and we see a little E.T. uh you know hopping out he's going around he's trying to find stuff but then uh some Earthlings some humans show up and they scare him off so he gets separated and the ship has to leave. Yeah. So like like automatically and this movie does really well it's actually funny enough this, this originally started off as it's a film that's based on Spielberg's imaginary friends from when when he was a kid mm-hmm. and the, the, original, the original idea was like supposed to be like a horror movie about like an alien uh invading a family okay but then like he, talk, he took it to a, another screen i'm trying to i cannot remember her name i feel so i feel so bad right now <laughs> uh hang on one second et the writer uh da, 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 da. here we yeah uh that's that melissa, melissa matheson he took some mm-hmm. melissa matheson and she just like uh, you know what? Uh, why don't we try this? It's maybe a you know, more kid-friendly script. There the but the, the idea he had though was repurposing the poltergeist. That's what he that's what he did with that. That was the okay. what he re- originally envisioned this film to be. <laughs> uh but yeah, we then meet uh our main family and our main kid, Elliot, played by Henry Thomas. Who let's just say it right now, Henry Thomas, this is Maybe the best kid performance I've ever seen from any actor.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is your, you know, this is your big moment. You know what I mean? It's almost like the, uh, the almost like the coming of like, this is obviously a more serious one, but you know, when you think of like Home Alone or you think Macaulay Culkin, you know what I mean? Like Henry Thomas, this is it here. You know, the ET is forever, you know, his. And it's just the way he is just so damn perfect in it, you know, and perfectly casted for this film. No he is like he's
0: he's he's authentic, he's believable, he doesn't feel like phony, which is the problem that a lot of kid actors had. Like, it doesn't feel like he's acting he just feels so naturalistic
1: yeah, he's being himself, yeah, for sure, yeah, but he also like
0: this the imagination like the like this kid and get uh, someone else who, actually all the like, that's a pretty young cast when you look at it. oh but no, they, like they had to act alongside this puppet. Uh, and the fact that, that, that that's like put genuine emotion into
1: their scenes. But the, I mean, and we'll obviously talk about this, but the chemistry that, you know, Elliot has with E.T. I mean, it's just, that's what drives this film. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 this is the, it's the driving point of the film for sure. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, he, uh, his, 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 bro- his brother's having like a a poker, a poker night at his house. And then they yeah. hear like a crash in the garage and there's like, let's go check it out. Ain't nothing here to go back and say one of it one of his brothers played by C. thomas howell i always forget he's in this movie
1: oh yeah that's right
0: uh it's pre, uh, this is also pre uh pre fucking uh the outsiders yeah the year before the outsiders actually so he was he was a c thomas and several years before soul man that's that's what we need to look at at some point
1: oh yeah
0: yeah uh but yeah so he goes back out to look because he's like you know something's not right uh but yeah like he can't he can't find anything so out of response he then goes into he goes into the woods and what works about this film i think above all else even more so the et stuff well not more so but like just as much of the et stuff it's the family dynamic
1: oh yeah for sure i mean this is a i mean this is a single you know this is a single mother raising her her, her son you know her two sons and her daughter you know what i mean doing the best she can um it's definitely a non-traditional family film because you usually think family film, you think of the mother, the father. You know, it's like Brady Bunch, picturesque, perfect. You know what I mean? This is something where you you see a, a broken household dynamic.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, because like the, the the father recently died. Yeah, and because of uh, yeah, you know, get him out of the film disorder. We don't, we never find out what happened to him.
1: Yeah, he just leaves. He up and leaves. I, but my thing is, why? Was he even dead? Did he? Just no, leave? no. Remember, I think he lived. In, oh, that's he right. He just somewhere. left. He lived somewhere else. Yeah. That's right. He yeah. wasn't dead. He left. No, he left. Because remember the conversation that they're listening yeah. to in the van? You can hear him talk about dad or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I I, just going to get some ass. You're supposed to be. <laughs> just peace but, out.
1: But it's crazy that, like, why even go through that then? Just have the dad uh, part of it. You know what I mean? I, you know, I don't
0: know, but but I do think that end that lends a, like a, a certain level of drama, and plus like a lot of it brings a lot of emotional pathos to the role to the relationship between Elliot and ET.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely for sure.
0: Yeah, but anyways, uh, we then we then go to the scene where he meets the titular alien ET, and that's when we get our first look at him in full force. And as far as alien designs go, this one definitely unique for the time. <laughs> He's so cute.
1: I, I, Et, like he's, I said, he's cute and ugly at the same time. It's really strange and super slimy. Super, like he's always moist. He's always, oh, yeah, he's always gooey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. Like I said, this is a special, special film that always holds a special spot in my heart. So, uh yeah, he's just, he's just such a cute, cute alien man. I, I don't know, just completely harmless. But yeah, like what's, what's,
0: what's, what's cool about Et is like just, just how much personality he's able to exude.
1: Yeah, I mean without like actually speak well, without actually, you know, speaking there right away. Oh yeah, you know?
0: like a lot of communication is done like via like movement and via like sounds he makes. Yeah. But yeah, like just just how much personality this, this alien has and how much how much heart how much heart he has and just the bond that you uh you make between him and uh him and Elliot, which again, a bond that he has to Forge that this act, this kid act has to forge himself because like he knows what he's looking at isn't real.
1: And and I mean, kudos again. I mean, we beat the dead horse there, but uh William's score, I think, drives this film as well.
0: Oh yeah, we haven't we haven't talked we haven't talked about William Score. Well, yeah, it was one of those fantastic conversations between yeah, me main Spielberg films. So yes, of course, John yeah. is here. Uh, when, one of my favorite scores he's done. not my favorite Spielberg score, but it's one of my favorite scores he's done.
1: Oh the, the 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 end the uh, the bicycle!
0: Oh my the, god! The, yes, I just
1: fucking fantastic. The best. That's I love that love that uh, love that number. Uh yeah. So uh he brings he
0: brings an ET to his house and he's like you know what I got I I I, I got to try and figure this shit out. <laughs> uh, but then uh so he 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 manages to fake being sick. Uh, love so, it. So he stays home. Yeah, the, the trick that every single one of us did. Just like just. Like, just just leave you, your thermometer like under a lamp.
1: Yeah, put it right up under the uh, light bulb, and then put it in your mouth, and your mom checks it. And yeah, okay, you're you're not feeling well, I guess.
0: Yep. Uh, we also see that uh, yeah, et he's, he's he's a he's a curious
1: sort. He just he starts he starts fucking up the whole house. <laughs> it's kind of like my dog Carl, currently does this now, and he's been here uh, two years, and he still does. He's he's like et, curious, too curious. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh,
0: we also see that you know he he also does like a really bad job hiding it from his from, from his from his brother uh, who by yeah. the way that's something else we got to talk about like the, the dialogue in this film just feels so real it like, does yeah like like, like this is this, this straight up feels like you know like older brother younger brother type type talk to each other
1: yeah like talking down to your brother making fun of him like your yeah. older brother making fun of the younger brother yeah i mean it's definitely i guess that's you know this that's why this is so successful is because of that it really lets these kids be kids but do it in a sense where it's not fake it's it's authentic you feel you buy it you know i mean i think and that's why i think this works out perfectly
0: but yeah the cat out of the bag for all for all three of the taylor kids and fuck we haven't talked about Gertie. fucking drew, drew barrymore
1: a young drew barrymore fantastic in this she's film she's so she's so good she's just she's so cute um you know just really just wants to play with ET <laughs> and make E.T like yeah just like her little her little doll, you know what I mean she, she's just so it's so innocent, you know yeah
0: we also that ET has a pension for uh for like you know making like helping helping things along like he can like touch he can like touch that like a dead flower brings it back to life
1: uh, you get cut he touches it, heals it yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, it's, it's it's a certain type of a quirk his his breed has yeah but yeah uh yeah the bulk of the movies is them trying to it's, it's a lot of like the fun way to try and hide et from 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 their mom like i, lo- him- I love the, i love the
1: scene where like he's in the closet is hiding among the stuffed animals with all the stuffed animals and he has a wig on yeah is that the one where he has the wig on yes i it think is. yeah it's, it's just it's just so fantastic man um it's just everything about it. It's just yeah. I, 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 well, like I it. e- like every
0: movie you see where it's like, like a kid finds something strange, they gotta hide from their parents. It all started with
1: this. Oh, absolutely. They all. Use, I mean, they all borrow from this. This this obviously has has set a uh, you know the gold standard, so to say. Like and and like even we mentioned earlier when we talk about uh, you know uh, trailers and with Transformers and how Bumblebee really stole the the nuts and bolts from this movie and kind of tailored it towards you know, obviously making it a Transformers film, but still borrowed all the stuff that made this such a success. Yeah.
0: Uh, we also you know, like the, the classic scene where, like, he has to go to school and Elliot has to just stay there. Uh, or, or, sorry, Elliot has to go to school and he has to stay
1: home. And yeah. he's, he's, he's getting in trouble. Like, he gets, dr- he gets drunk. And, and, but and that's this is the first crazy scene where you start seeing, like, Elliot acting weird. So, like, they're almost symbiotic to one another. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they're pretty much... Feeling with each other feel and then again they really don't explain it but it's just that special bond that elliot yeah. has with they never, e. they never
0: really do say like why but like yeah there's some kind of like mental link in the two of them
1: but you buy it you don't you don't question it though you just kind of know you just know it you you just you just take it for face value and you know that the bond between them is so strong that it basically you know with him drinking or whatever elliot's feeling a side effect of acting silly like that you know
0: yeah, I do like the scene where like they're about to they're about to start dissect frogs. The frogs that came live. I guess it's I guess the thing schools used to do, oh,
1: dude, it's like you're putting this. That's awful. They're putting like to put the chloroform in in the uh, the jar with the live frog, and you have to cover it. And you have to watch the, the the frog die. Like that's that's craziness. It's like was that was that a thing schools used to do? Like when when I was looking a frog, they they came dead. We didn't even dissect frogs. The only thing that we dissect that I remember was like an earthworm. And they yeah. were already dead.
0: I, I, I decided a frog when I was in middle school. And okay. I detected a fetal pig when I was in high school.
1: Yeah. Ours was, I think, the only thing I remember, I feel like I would have remembered if it was a frog. Uh, I feel like I would have remembered that. Uh, but I only remember the earthworm. It was just an earthworm I think we did. Yeah.
0: That's, that, that, yeah. Schools in the 80s were on some crazy shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. And especially just how they set that up. Oh, yeah. we we couldn't, they were cheaper ordered alive. We, we you have to kill them now, guys. And it's like, wait wait, 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 what? Yeah, it's like, I have uh, that, that wasn't part of the curriculum.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, I, I, I got, I'm not saying I get permission to do
1: that. Uh, wait a minute. Where did I say that in the syllabus here? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> <Just> like, yeah. <laughs> like, was, was that the form I signed? Yeah. Sort of like fine print, fine print.
0: Yeah. Uh, but that e. E.T. is trying to, uh, he is making, he's trying to talk to them. Yeah, you know, because they got all go back to school. And we have the classic line, E.T. phone home. He's trying to send a signal back to his people so they can come like, hey, you know, hey, yo, come pick me up. <laughs> like, I'm ready.
1: Like, like now he would just send a text message yeah, no, and, then, and then drop the coordinates.
0: <laughs> there you have it. WYA, where you
1: at? <laughs> E.T.A. Yeah,
0: right. Uh, but yeah, we also see like the, the, the power that, e- that E.T. has. Like I said, like L.A. cut himself on a saw blade and that, that's just he just touches it healed uh we also see that this movie is uh low-key actually a halloween movie yeah yeah there is there is a a scene where they do take et out for halloween He's dressed as a ghost uh it was funny like they they say it's they say it's gertie but like the the mom is like mom can't see shit like the the body
1: shape is different it's strange it's like she's shorter like she's like waddling it's like that's not gertie but uh Kudos to uh, you know Spielberg for uh, shouting out to his friend George Lucas with the uh, Yoda, the kid in the Yoda uh, costume, the, the Yoda cameo, which is great. I always enjoy seeing that. Which obviously. I mean, uh, Lucas returned the favor in the prequels. Put ET in the Jedi Council. Yeah, so I think I think it's pretty cool that the friendship that those two have, uh, just like giving yourself a little nod to you, to your buddy. So uh, both so successful, obviously at their own uh, their own films, but yeah, just really cool. Cool to see that little Easter egg in there.
0: Yeah, this where we get one of the one of the iconic scenes of the film. Uh, it's the scene where they're they're trying to find a place to you know like you set, set this up set this up in the woods. Uh, they're riding E.T.s in the basket on Elliot's bike, and E.T.'s makes the bike levitate. Yeah, and you see, you see that shot like that classic shot of them going across the moon. What's crazy yeah. about this shot is the fact that there very the surprisingly like, very little special effects involved in this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it looks so natural when you're watching it. No,
0: it does. Like, yeah. like all they did, like they they had to like do like lunar charts and shit. They needed to find a place that had a low tree line and was like the moon like looked bigger. Okay. And had to just like they took a still shot and just like animated over it. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, like it's just it's just like crazy, like how much
1: and like also we got like a lot of the effects. The effects in this film really hold up. Oh, they still do. Forty years later, I think it's still. I think this movie still holds up absolutely like, just effects wise
0: like everything nothing looks like fake like i've seen movies that have come out like last year
1: that look faker than this yeah because i just saw actually i had funny funny mention this uh because obviously i didn't watch it for the for the review like i normally do but i did take ella to go see this a couple months ago from the 40th anniversary so that counts <laughs> but yeah it just it's really cool but when you're watching it on a screen no, that's the best way to watch it dude honestly uh in a theater this movie is meant to be seen in the theater it's such a such a gem
0: yeah, it is. So they get. So yeah, they they, they get out there and they manage to uh, get a signal off. Uh, they're there all night, but nobody shows up. Or well, sorry, Ellie, Elliot wakes. He wakes up in the woods. Et is gone. Uh,
1: on top of that, the government is kind of on their ass. And the music gets so loud whenever there's like the government entities. Yeah, There's was some serious music going
0: on uh yeah elliot's basically been out there he's been out there all night yeah uh he is sick he probably got hypothermia
1: kids just partying out there getting crazy
0: yeah but because that because they're linked like that uh et is dying
1: well yeah that's they're both they're both dying Well, that's when his brother goes and finds E.T. by the uh, like the like the little creek or whatever. Yeah. And like he's like super pale. It's it's like really hard to look at. It's super unsettling. I always remember this. And it's so sad because like he looks like pasty white. He looks very pale, uh, sickly. Um, It's just something that's just burning your head. He looks so frail and looks so you know what I mean? You you worry. Uh, That's why this movie always uh, had this movie always still makes makes me cry. Uh, it always finds a way to do it because it, it just it just it's setting it up, but it's just it's just so you get so worried, you know, yeah. the whole time and you, and you know what's going to happen, but you still get so worried. Yeah, the, 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 mom, the mom
0: finds out about E.T., the government tracks down the house, They they quarantine the block.
1: Yeah, and they put like they go like crazy. Like they have like uh like a tarp and they have like special like like a two like a cylindrical tube that it's like uh with the plastic. It's like Everyone, like everyone's wearing hazmat suits. I'm like, dude, what is this like is this a precursor to COVID or what like, saying, was, like did ET, did ET start COVID? I mean, like was this forty years dormant? How did this or thirty eight years dormant for 2020? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just it's crazy, but um uh, it, it's just, yeah, it's. I don't know, it's so crazy
0: though. Yeah, uh, they're both being examined by uh, these these, gov- these government dudes, and this is this is one of my favorite scenes of Henry Thomas in this film. Oh, it's yeah. where you know, they're working on ET. Mm-hmm. Actually, first of all, before this, we kind of get that, like the central theme of this film, like this why this works, where like the whole family thing, like eats, like this is like we said earlier, this, this is a broken home. Yeah. like the, this, this place between all this, all this something was fractured then I'm getting along E.T. came in he changed all that
1: but he again what you said it was one of those things where E.T. came in and glued the family back together like he yeah. was the central force that brought them all together
0: yeah like yeah. In, the, in the wake of like their dad saying peace out like this little alien came and like showed him like how to be a family again yeah so and like obviously you, yeah. you feel that in this scene like I love the scene where like it's the, it's, the, it's the brother like looking at like all the old stuff yeah and then like this scene with, with with uh Henry Thomas where like they're all just working on ET and he's like yell like, just like screaming bloody murder. Yeah. At I these think... dudes, just like let it go. You're you're, you're killing him, you're killing him, but just like it's 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 a, it's hard to watch.
1: Yeah, isn't it he still isn't uh Elliot's character hooked up like he has tubes, doesn't he? he does yeah like like breathing tubes or whatever like just on his nose or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's definitely unsettling because you you feel like you know it's like i don't want to compare it to it's like almost like losing a pet but like it's like almost like like losing your best friend yeah it's that feel to that it's it's that that um like that intrinsic person in your life like you know you have like you know He's, he's part of the family at this at this at this juncture of the movie, you know what I mean? And it's like you feel like they're going to lose, they're going to lose ET, and it's just it's super uh, super hard to watch, and it's definitely uh, always finds a way to get you really sad.
0: Yeah, no, and then yeah, ET because uh, being worked on because Elliot you needed need, a uh, way to save his life. ET dies. Yeah, and, and if you're really quiet, you can hear every child in the, in the theater crying in 1982.
1: oh god it's just so awful uh yeah definitely awful but uh
0: yeah yeah and then you then you then you have the scene where like henry henry's lamenting et like watching as a kind of like you know he uses as a copy mechanism to feel that
1: but like he lost his dad yeah uh, said, goodbye et and it was basically his tears or whatever. I think it almost yeah. kind of recharged the, the, the heart of E.T., I guess. Again, symbiotic, how their their bodies are kind of in tune with one another.
0: Yes, uh, because, but, but because Spielberg is not is not a monster. That, that movie <laughs> just ends there. <laughs> All right, cut the credits. Goodbye.
1: God, I would hate E.T. That'd be awful.
0: <laughs> but no, uh, because Spielberg is not a monster, uh, E.T. comes back to life. Uh, and this is that's
1: a good scene too, where it, you it start is. to see see his his red heart glow.
0: Yeah, and you see the, fl- the flowers come back to life. Uh, so yeah, uh, Michael calls up it calls up his homies, just like, hey yo, uh, we 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 get we need to get this shit. And so they all like they all just grab their bikes, they they head they head down, they steal the government van, like all, like the big tube, like from like from X. You know this reminded me because
1: like I saw I saw this movie <laughs> reminded X two. X two yeah, and I kept liking how E-T-, E-T-, E.T. has to put his hand over his mouth. was like, shut up. "You have to shut up."
0: Yeah, so they all just end up like just just a race to you know where that where that signal is, uh, and yeah, they're they're now like trying to run out outrun government cars and vehicles on bikes, but they but you know the government doesn't have Russell, they don't have E T. Well, I mean, yeah, whatever so e- you need a little levitation, man. Yeah, so they managed. They got a blockade set up. Et managed to lift all the bikes. And this this is the source of like one of the funniest like post uh, post release edits I've, I've seen. Right, because then it, it's famous now. But like up on the re release happened uh, the, when the, the cops were right there. They had guns in their hands.
1: Yeah, which yeah, <laughs> is, is crazy. Like,
0: when uh, when it uh, released on the special edition, uh, they they CG out all the guns replaced them with walkie talkies.
1: Uh, like why even go through it? It's like crazy. it was like
0: why are you like why are you doing this? Like it, it was one of the most like hilarious like misguided fixes I've seen in a movie. Yeah, it, funny enough, this in mean, I like some Star Wars prequel shit or like yeah. there's a prequel book, There's like Star Wars anything? No, um, <laughs> don't even get started on that, man. No, I did fucking
1: the, so the, bad.
0: The, the the Han Solo neck snap.
1: Oh, the little, the little, little twitch he had. Yeah, right. Uh, just, just so bad. A lot of oh, bad yeah. choices there with some of those touch-ups.
0: Yeah, a lot, a lot of very, very bad choices. Or st-
1: stepping on the uh, Jabba's tail. <laughs> step no step. Yeah, stepping over. It. Stepping it over. It's so like uh, I just I can't man.
0: Yeah, that that that's there's so many changes in that. So many changes in that. There's a lot. There's a ton of them, man. Yeah, fucking hating hating Christensen being put into the movie.
1: Force Ghosts
0: yeah right yeah because because luke would recognize that guy (laughs) uh anyways they they get they get to the place where the where the signal is being launched uh and the ship shows up and this is uh this this is the other scene that made uh, (laughs) uh kids teens and adults weep like little babies Still do it, man.
1: And not as much, but I tell you what, this movie's pretty much bank. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry at it, like the scene right here, man.
0: Yeah, sure. uh, you know, he says his advice to everybody. Oh. Ellie, he's like, "You're my best friend." I'll be right
1: here. Oh
0: man, just points at his Just like, not a, not a dry eye in
1: the house. Oh. Fucking, just beautiful, man. Just, oh.
0: yeah, just like the, the visuals coupled with the score. I he's- mean, it's just a,
1: it's just a perfect recipe, dude. It's just a perfect yeah. recipe.
0: Yeah, uh, he 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 gets he gets on the ship and ET goes away. Yeah, and that's where the movie ends, or uh, well, it would uh, unless you read the book <laughs> or from the ET ride because uh, we know that is not the end. Uh, yeah, the ending of he goes back he goes back to his planet's Uh, he goes back to the green planet, meets his homie Botanicus, who's like half turnip, and then you know, we see like where ET li- again. If you have not been to the ET ride at Universal. Below God, go. Yeah.
1: Yo, because like to. the end of that ride is some fucked up shit. Yeah, you have to be on like asset or something.
0: I, I I you need something stronger than ass you, you, <laughs> you, like, you need like like the Aaron Rodgers ayahuasca <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> Uh
0: but yeah, like that is that is ET forty years later. So Russell, I, I already know what you're gonna say, but what are your final <laughs> thoughts on E.T.? <laughs>
1: I just, I mean, it's a classic. This movie, I, you know, again, I know a lot of people, you know, do their, they construct their top 100 films. And I just think to me, it was, it was always a daunting uh, a feat because it's like there's so many movies out there. But this definitely would be on my top 100 for sure. No doubt about it. Um, we've talked about it before. I think this is one of my, one of our, I mean, favorite Spielberg films I, I think for me. I think this, this one takes the cake for sure. Um, It's just, it's a special, you know, it's always going to have a special spot because of the fact that I remember when it came out on VHS tape, I remember watching, I remember uh, having a little plush ET doll. I remember going to Universal in 92 and going on the ride and then, you know, uh, then uh, going on it again here recently. And just that smell of the ride, uh, just, just everything about it, man. It's just so very magical um it's just a perfect film like I said it was a movie that I knew I was going to introduce my daughter to um I think we saw it, the first time I think we saw it was the drive drive it if I'm not mistaken and she dug it which was great and then like I said so I've she's seen it numerous times since then and like I said we saw it a couple months ago for the 40th anniversary I, it's just you know just a perfect film it's just the feels this movie will always find a way to just to get you uh, just at the end there man it's just the build up to it man the the goodbye the, the i'll be right here the score it's just it's just it's just a perfect film and, and there's never a dry eye usually when i watch this film
0: yeah this this this, this film this film is excellent yeah. uh it's at a top 10 silver for me it's not it's not quite top five but like i really like love my top five but yeah now this movie is it's excellent i think it's, it's, the, it's the classic uh boy in his you know fill in the blank here story. Um, yeah, Henry Thomas is phenomenal in it. Uh, mm-hmm. The entire cast, up and down, is great. I love D. Wall. And talk about D. Wallace at the D. Wallace he is fantastic. He's
1: fantastic, is fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah,
0: the brother, the friends. Uh, it's just a very like believable, very authentic feeling. Families, which is crazy because considering it's about like a relationship with an alien, but it just feels yeah. very authentic. Feels very human.
1: I remember. Yeah, and I remember when I was younger. I remember uh, sprinkling uh, Reese's Pieces outside my backyard uh just because i love the film and you know i knew you know nothing was gonna ha- what was gonna happen i, I wish you i could ask answered. i could ask young russ what what my my intentions were here okay. of sprinkling <laughs> okay okay rest, sit down uh, what, outside what trying to do it uh, yeah sprinkling uh reese's pieces outside the backyard but uh you know it's just it's just a magical film man it just takes me back to you know simpler times and just you know it's it, it just like i said it's just it's just a perfect film
0: yeah, this film, this fucking, this film, one, this one's fucking phenomenal. Uh, it has to be like the upper
1: echelon of like movies we reviewed. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, and and what number is this like number five maybe for Spielberg that we've done? Four, five, five. This is five. Is it five? Two, two at five Girac- Spielberg films. Two Jurassic Parks, a uh, Catch uh, Me If You Can. Oh my god a, god! a Jaws. Oh my god! You're right. I do not realize we. I didn't realize we've done that many Spielberg films. And I just thought of it because well, Jurassic Park—that's two there, and then your yeah. Catch Me If You Can, and then your Jaws that we did. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Wow, I didn't. So, didn't we done that many. So easily yeah. the the most not surprised, uh, the most uh, decorated director we've talked about for our podcast five. I think that's. I think that outside of if, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, we definitely get to get our get our stats on these, but yeah, man, like this is yeah. this is a phenomenal is a phenomenal film, and if you haven't if you haven't seen it. What are you doing? Go watch it. And you Seriously? know, the box office stats in this film. Uh, it, it, this is one of the few films that actually do better on its second weekend. And it uh, you don't see that.
1: On its third weekend. Yeah, you don't ever see that. that that's never done anymore.
0: Yeah, like the, the, this movie was a box office juggernaut, the likes of which that we don't see very often anymore.
1: Yeah, no. And,
0: yeah. Uh, this is classic for a reason. Stands test of time. And... Was ET. So that's going to do it for us here on the show tonight. Russell, you want to
1: go to our pleasure board head out? Yeah, Notorious by Chance is the Facebook group that we put the uh, polls up for you guys to vote on. Um, you guys can also find us on uh, YouTube, Notorious by Chance.
0: And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Chance Wars, on underscore 91 Check out uh, my other show, Left Side Strong, on Side, the PJ Campbell Network, where we talk everything football uh every Tuesday live. And yeah, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week for the start of our holiday season.